What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. What's up, my bitches? We continue this week. We continue our review series of The Sopranos. We are reviewing all of season two. Last week, we did episodes one, two, and three. This week, we are reviewing episodes four, five, and six. The season started off, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it, on a very, very, very high note with three fantastic episodes back to back to back. And now it's time to review the next three as we continue our series of The Sopranos. And uh, yeah, dude, let's just go ahead and jump into it. Just overall, how are you liking the series so far? Oh, I love it, but I think the season two is so no, no, far no, no. the best one. Not, not, not the Soprano series. I mean, like the review series. Like how we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, it gives us a good break. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling here because I watched three episodes. And I'm like, God damn, man, I kind of want to watch another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that is the uh, the downside of it. <laughs> right? it. It is very addictive, man. Once you watch one, you got to watch like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all of them. But before we jump into the review uh, with episode four, if you want to support us, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two support at any of those tiers and you get access to a whole bunch of different content, including our discord, where you basically become creators slash producers of all of our content. You get to pick and choose what we talk about each and every week, uh, just about. So if that entices you, then patreon.com slash two game. I actually updated it. The, uh, the goals when we get to a certain amount of subscribers, I'm going to start up the YouTube series, the YouTube channel again, and it's going to be like a weekly thing. And then at a the next goal after that, uh, we've been doing Let's Play series for not Let's Play series, deep dive series into specific games. We've done Xenoblade Chronicles uh, two and Final Fantasy ten. Uh, if you if we get to that certain amount of subscribers, you get to pick what our next deep dive series is. So if that's something that's right up your alley, patreon.com slash two game. By the way, the deep dive series is for our other podcast, the two game podcast. That is the number two. So go check that out uh, as well if you want to. But nothing about that bullshit. Deep dive. <laughs> what the fuck ever. <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be shallow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shallow dive. <laughs> you can fucking lie to somebody else. Hey man, I don't need all that criticism. Duh, man, can't you, can't you just throw me a fucking bone every once in a while? For, for real, dog. Fuck. But let's go ahead and jump into it. Episode number four. Uh, this titled "Common Commendatory." Uh, Tony, Polly, and Christopher take a business trip to Italy. Her husband gone. Carmela ponders the nature of their marriage. Uh, in Italy, Tony strikes a deal with his female counterpart. Angie Bombasseri uh, confides in Carmela that she wants a divorce from Pussy. Her Pussy, not like not her Pussy, but like her Pussy. Does that make sense? No, but I'm interested to see the home videos. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, but I'm a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think about? About this episode, episode four, sir. I I text you before I even watched it, and I said, "This is the fucking Italy episode." So, did you know, that like a sour taste in your mouth? Shout out, 
before going in, or was it better than you expected, or what was the case? Sidebar, I told you to drink more pineapple juice. But <laughs> you know, this has probably always been one of the lower episodes of mine, but for some reason this time around, I have notched it higher because I see the underlying theme and message that I've really never paid attention to before. And I would like to go deeper into that message, but it would give away spoilers later on. So I'll I'll have to hopefully remember to backtrack and explain what I meant. You probably in a won't. couple of seats. No, I probably won't. You probably won't. Like you're giving yourself you're giving yourself too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you know. Wait, go ahead. No, go ahead and give me yours, and then I'll explain what I was. I will fucking give you mine. Shout out. <laughs> and I'll be left with more. <laughs> the fucking listeners are like, God damn, these are some horny bastards today. <laughs> Just today? Just today, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> So episode four, I have always said that there are two episodes just off the top of my head that I just don't really care for. One of them we've already watched, and that was college, where uh, Tony took Meadow to look at different colleges. We've already reviewed that episode, and I, I looked it up. I gave it a six out of ten. And then the Italy episode, which is this one, is also another episode that I've never been really, really fond of over the uh, two times that I've watched the series. And I will agree with you, Josh, that I'm a little bit higher. I think I do like this episode. I Before watching it, I thought I liked college. Just a, like a fucking cunt hair more. But after watching this episode, I, I do like this one more than college. And it's only for one reason, and that is some of the underlying themes that we're dealing with, and that is the relationship with Carmela and Tony. That is the biggest thing going on in this episode. And that was the most interesting thing in this episode. And it's honestly what carried it. But the issue is, I think they could have hit it a little bit harder. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they focused a lot on like stupid shit in this episode. And that's the reason why it's just, it feels so boring to me like not a lot happens like like not even action wise just like plot wise not a whole lot happens it's more of just dialogue and it's it's just not as exciting of an episode i don't feel like it's as well written as some of the uh the other episodes that we've we've reviewed but at the same time i think some of the hidden meanings behind everything is some of the best in the series so it's kind of like a eh, give or take kind of thing yeah, well, you know, the biggest, I would have to disagree on one thing on this, is I, I do agree that Carmela and Tony's relationship strain in this episode is very well, and it, it is prominent up there. But Tony's search for loyalty is almost what this whole episode's about. You know, he wants loyalty. You know, he sees Furio and how he acts, and he's like, that's the loyalty I want to build in this and then, you know, it just, there's other relationships that should be more loyal to him, but are not. I don't think I, I don't think I, I saw that theme, sir. Well, you watch, don't think so? Cause it, no, no, like, watch, watch, like without you, without you pointing out, I didn't catch it. 
Yeah, and then uh, toward the end, you see the loyalty factor switch to Carmella because Carmella is talking uh, Angie bumping Sarah out of getting a divorce because it's not good for the family. And she's reminding her of keeping loyalty to the family. And it, I love how I'm glad you brought that up because I, I love the juxt how it's juxtaposed next to each other. You have uh, Angie having her issues with pussy, shout out. And then you have Carmela and Tony. And they're kind of they're kind of in the same boat, basically. They're both have they both have strained marriages and and, and whatnot. But both kind of want to go in different directions. Like Carmela, I don't think she wants a divorce or anything like that. I think she just wants she wants to be noticed and she just wants to not feel betrayed all the time with like his uh his gumars and whatnot. And she doesn't like the lying and shit like that. Whereas Angie's relationship with Pussy, shout out again. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) I I that is like on the the end of the rope, right? And she's she's ready to divorce his ass. So I do like how they kind of combine these two storylines right here. But could we have done it a better way? Probably. Because let's be honest. Do you give a shit at all about Angie and Pussy? I mean, I love Pussy. I'd give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I got nothing. But you know, this loyalty theme also runs because we see now, if you first time watching it, you've seen Skip in the waiting room. You didn't know who Skip was. You figure out now that Skip's with the FBI and Pussy has been flipped for a long time. And, you know, Tony trusted this guy like a brother and now he doesn't know if he can trust his loyalty because Tony still thinks he's pulling some some bullshit from when he returned. You know, another thing that's very interesting about the the whole relationship and whatnot, what, what's so interesting to me is Janice in this episode tries to tell Carm like how bad Tony is, and she fucking bad mouths the shit out of Tony. And how there's like toxic masculinity and, and shit like that. How she's basically how Carmela's basically with him for like the house and luxuries and whatnot. And even though the marriage is like so strained, uh, Carm will still defend Tony. Like, and I, I guess I didn't really pick up on the loyalty. I mean, I have loyalty wrote down in my notes right now. But until you said loyalty as the main theme, I didn't really think about it until until you just said it, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I mean, look at Christopher. He goes all the way over to Italy and stays jacked up on uh, whatever the hell they're doing, heroin or whatever. Quick cocaine! <laughs> that dude stayed high from the beginning of the show to the end. <laughs> <laughs> that dude got back on the airport and he's just he's just stoned out of his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah we get the introduction of furio in this episode which i like furio i I think i I can't really say much about his character but i do like where they take his character in in subsequent episodes and and seasons and whatnot but we also get some we also get some stuff with paulie in this episode which we I, i don't know if we've had an episode so far where he is he where he's gotten like a lot of focus 
this is probably one of the, uh, I guess, more focused episodes on Polly, as much as it can be, anyways. And like that dude was so excited to go over to Italy. Like that dude is fucking smiling from ear to ear. But then he gets over there and he's just like so disappointed <laughs> with the food. And he's just like, hey, macaroni and sauce now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think he, I think it shows that a lot of us look through rose colored lenses at things that used to be. And we're like, oh man, it needs to be like that. But then when you get over there and you're like, oh fuck, I don't remember it being like this. Well, that was his first time going over there. Yeah, but I mean, he's built it up in his head so much, you know, like, that's going to be so fucking cool. And then when he gets over there, he's like, yeah, I kind of like indoor plumbing. <laughs> You're right. He, <laughs> that door, he, goes, no. he goes down to Tony and tells him, hey, I got to go back and take a shit. What's wrong with that bathroom? I didn't have to do it then. <laughs> <What> the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> yeah. But we also get stuff with, with Polly at, at the dinner and whatnot when he's trying to tell like Tony shit. And Tony just looks at him and he's like, are you fucking stupid, man? You see me fucking talking here? He told he told Tony he said, "T, you try to get this guy a guy a golf club. He, he's just gonna try to fuck it." <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Tony, you give this guy a golf club, he'll probably try to fuck it." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I fucking wrote that shit down. Wrote that shit down. So funny. Yeah. Now, one thing that I wasn't sure what the point of. Maybe maybe you can point it out to me. The very beginning of the episode. The little gangbangers that stole that car. <laughs> First off, called that woman just straight up, you nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn, dude. We we went for the jugular on that one. <laughs> just straight up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not like a dumbass, you know, motherfucker. No, nasty bitch. <laughs> I just gotta be you know, nasty. I, I, I don't I don't know if any uh underlying thing to that you know i think it's just showing that that's how tony makes his money you know was that tony he was uh those guys still the cars for tony yeah uh, when did that happen when did that be a thing that's what he went over to uh, italy to discuss you you know he's talking about hey, i'm gonna sell these cars to you at this price they're all mercedes they're all brand new i straight up catch that He's boosting them. Well, his the guys on the street boost them, and he sells them. Yeah, I fucking miss. I missed the fuck out of that. Honestly. Yeah, wow. that, that was the that was the whole thing. Did you even watch the episode? <laughs> what the fuck show are you watching? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, are we watching Breaking Bad? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been doing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy needs fucking blue clues with him or something. <laughs> this guy said blues clues. Hell yeah. The last thing that I want to say about this episode, uh, I love how towards the beginning of the episode, Angie talks about how pussy walks into the door, shout out, and just says, hello, I'm home. And then it was like fucking nothing. Like she had wished that he was dead and whatnot. They end the episode with that exact same scenario, but it's flip flopped with Carmela and Tony. Now, if you mentioned, if, I, if you remember what I mentioned earlier, and that is this whole episode has this underlying theme of, you know, Angie and Pussy versus like Tony and Carmela. 
and they have this like the same strained relationship just going in different directions and she's like still defending Tony to to whatever extent but when you see her face when he says hello I'm home she has that look of fuck like he's home like almost kind of like a look of regret <laughs> and disappointment and I thought it was great acting on on uh Shit, I don't even know the actress's name. The one that plays Carmela. Uh, I thought it was great acting on her part, and I thought it was great to kind of end the episode on that as uh, after they've been kind of teasing it the entire episode. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's the first time I actually ever noticed those two scenes uh, working together, and I totally agree with you. It was very well done. Very powerful for no dialogue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, what'd you end up giving this episode? I gave eight, eight and a half. God damn! Whoa! Did I stick my eight and a half too far? (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah, I'm going with a six out of ten. Damn! This guy didn't watch the same movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I said, man, I I gave college a six out of ten. I like this a little bit more, but not enough to give it a six point five. I'm I'm gonna I'm stick with a six. So this motherfucker didn't even know they stole cars at the show. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a valid point. I don't know if we can trust his word. Yeah, fuck him. So episode number <laughs> five, which is "Big Girls Don't Cry," as part of Tony's deal, uh, Neapolitan enforcer Furio. I'm not even gonna try to fucking say his last name, okay? Because I'm gonna fuck that up. <laughs> arrives in the U.S. as the newest addition to Tony's crew. Christopher enrolls in an acting for screenwriters class. Pussy shows open hostility to the new arrival. Shout out. Dr. Melfi decides to resume therapy sessions with Tony. What did you think about this, sir? Now, I let me go ahead and put a disclaimer out there. I have two scores right here. It, our discussion is going to determine what I go with. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know, I liked it. It, it, it. There was a quite a bit more tension built up between uh, Richie April and Tony. Uh, it felt like the tension rose with Tony and his sister, and then we're starting to see the development again of Doctor Melfi and Tony. I enjoyed that, and then it also shows kind of the route Tony wants to take his crew in. You know, he's put himself further back so he doesn't go to prison and he's also trying to judge the loyalty he should hold for uh pussy i mean i think he should be loyal to pussy but that's me (laughs) (laughs) hey is this 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 isn't the episode with the no that the executive game is the next episode i was gonna jump yeah and then for some odd reason this time around I absolutely love the scenes with Dr. Melfi and uh, I can't think of her doctor's name right off the top of my head. Elliot, Dr. Elliot. Love the scenes with them too. He's so dry, but he delivers it so well. Shout out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I will actually agree with that. I, I think the, the scenes with Melfi and with Elliot are, are fantastic. And when she was getting basic, like he was basically calling her out on her shit. Like she, she was basically wanting 
like like she was fantasizing being with him and whatnot. And she straight up just calls him a smug cocksucker. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I didn't. I don't know what that means, but okay. And the look on his face was like, well, I guess I struck a chord. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I agree. I, I think it's a good episode overall. The stuff with Richie April, you know, last week you asked me the question of who was a better villain in, in, in a TV series, not comic book related. And after watching these these three episodes, uh, I die. I'm gonna have to probably agree with you as the best villain, dude. He is fucking fantastic. Yeah, man. That the whole scene with them when uh, Tony finds out Janice is trying to take a load on the house, and he sees Richie stand there, and he's like, "Oh, we're taking it slow." And he's like, "There's better fucking." looking men in the can than my sister yeah i, I gotta wrote down that there are men in the can better looking than my sister i was like god damn <laughs> yeah and the dude's holding Damn the fork it. with the egg in it and it's dropping on the floor and he's like you crossed the line on me once but with all due respect back the fuck off all due respect <laughs> all due respect <laughs> i do love that in the series they just they they say something fucked up and then they're like all due respect <laughs> yeah it's and it's so powerful with that. Uh, you know, you could just, you could feel it in the screen play that Richie does not like Tony. And what was so great about it is, you know, they're, they're just going back and forth. It's not like, oh, Tony's just not fucking taking it, you know, but also at the same time, Richie's not taking it as well. Uh, you know, telling him he better not be thinking of moving in. And like you said, getting and stuff about getting BJs on the mother's couch. <laughs> <laughs> all due respect you need to back the fuck off it's just I, I love the fact that this entire series so far you know no one ever fucks with the boss but Richie don't give a fuck you know he, he oh, he's 100% not backing down and that's just this is just at the tip of the iceberg yeah it's interesting to see how their how their relationship evolves and uh, there, there's a there's something I want to point out later on in the season that I think will be good. I don't know if I'll remember. That's fair. What are we gonna remember? Well, if I say it now, then everybody that hadn't watched the next couple episodes <laughs> will be like, "Oh, <laughs> I what a fucking like, dick." <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't saying like spoil it. I thought you had like another thought after that. I was like, "I eat in." So yeah, overall, I think I think the episode's good. I'm kind of leaning towards my bottom score on this than the the higher score. the The stuff that kind of slows it down overall for me is some of the stuff with like Hesh and Tony. While we do get some more Hesh, you know, scenes, I mean that that's fine. I just don't know if it really furthers the story at all. I don't know if it furthers their development whatsoever. I don't I don't really find them overall interesting, other than the fact that. You know, Hesh doesn't really give a shit what Tony's problem is, even though he says he does. Because Hesh is on one subject, and Tony's talking about something else. And then Tony just straight up says, hey, we're talking about my problems, man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear about the fucking dream or not? (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's, it's a lot better than the episode with um, the Italy episode. A lot better. Don't get me wrong. But I do think it's, 
it's still trying to pick up the pace a little bit in, in the season. And it feels rather early for it to kind of feel like this. Shout out, maybe? I don't know. But I'll, I'll shout Not out. Even, I'm trying to figure that out myself. I was like, uh, feeling that early. sounded like really sexual. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got sensual all me. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's going to turn one of those, what, what is it called? ASMR uh, podcast? Uh, is that where they talk? Listening to is that where they talk all like seductive into the mic and shit? I don't know. Is it? (laughs) That's not seductive. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like I'm in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) With all due respect. With all due respect. So the last thing that I want to say about the episode is, uh, the one the one good thing that I do like is they they're kind of making you empathetic towards towards pussy being a snitch shout out he's being passed over for Polly, and obviously he's pissed off about it and this just kind of makes him feel validated for for snitching i mean i I think this is the best that they have done with trying to make you feel that empathy towards pussy shout out shout out (laughs) and uh i'm definitely interested in seeing where it goes from here when it starts, you know, kind of like that weight on his shoulders and whatnot. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I'd, I'd like, I'm excited to see where it goes. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you end up giving this episode, sir? I gave it a eight and a half, man, just because uh, the scenes with Richie was fantastic. Uh, I'm still trying to think. And then, and then you got Furio beating the shit out of the China woman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an eight. Uh, I was gonna originally give it a seven point five. I'm, I'm gonna go up to an eight because Artie Buco returns in this episode. Thank God. And then, like you said, uh, Furio goes in there and just beats the shit out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then we got the changing of the pecking order with Sill and Polly are now under Tony, and you know now Pussy is reporting to them too. I, I'm wondering if he just doesn't 100% trust Pussy at this point. Shout out again. And then the stuff with Dr. Melfi. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it an eight. Eight overall. Next up, we have <laughs> episode six, which is the happy wanderer. Uh, Tony discusses with Dr. Melfi people who make him miserable. Uh, Sean and Matthew, whatever their fucking last name. <laughs> I can't make, I'm not, look, I'm not going to fucking try to say it, okay? Uh, if you want to fucking hear the name, go watch the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they begin to work the executive game uh, poker sessions with Frank Sinatra Jr. Uh, in there as well. Uh, an old high school classmate of Tony's wants in on the executive game. Janice makes an attempt to manipulate Richie. So what did you think about the Happy Wanderer? But I like this game. Uh, this game. I like this one because it, it shows I think this is one of the best I don't know, inside looks at what Tony Soprano is. You know, him and uh, Davey uh, are super good friends in the beginning. And, you know, Tony warns him, nah, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. But as soon as he gets into Tony's world, Tony's like, you fucked up. And the dude's like, well, I mean, our kids are going to college together. And Tony's like, no, we, we've already passed that, man. You you wouldn't my world now. It's, it's not good. I, I warned you. And I, I loved how it went from, you know, being good friends to 
I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And it was it was a slow progress too. It wasn't like they just you know immediately just changed from from, yeah, from enemies. And on top of that, you get the uh, story between Tony and Richie again, even even more, even more tension brought in with uh, Richie stepping out of line. Yeah, uh, I think this episode is the best out of the three that we've watched. Uh, the first thing that I want to say is, oh, look, the T-100 shows up. No? Nothing? Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought uh, it was fucking ruined, man. I know, who, I know who you're fucking talking about, motherfucker. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fucking See, for some reason, I thought he was a T-2000. <laughs> I, actually, I think it was a T-1000. Not T- Fuck, now, now now, you feel like I'm fucked up now. <laughs> yeah. I, it was a T-1000 because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the T-100 in the original, I think. Eh, somebody will correct me out there. Shows you what kind of a uh, Terminator fan I am. Yeah, well. But I, I think the biggest thing with this episode is the relationship between Tony and his friend where, yeah, he... He wants in on this game. He's a, he's a gambler. He's losing money and shit like that. Uh, and Tony's trying to be a good friend. Look, this this isn't for you, okay? Like, you don't want to be a part of this. And then he just kept egging him on, egging him on throughout the entire episode. And then before that, he gets in it with, with Richie, and Richie doesn't know. Know him, you know? He's just, hey, yeah, here here's some money. And then he doesn't tell Tony. So there's like this this third party going on where nobody knows anything about the other party, you know? And he starts gambling with Tony's money. And that's when it kind of just boils over towards the end of the episode. And it's just a lot of great acting, a lot of great acting. I think they may have hit the gambling stuff a little too on the nose. Like it felt like, I don't want to say fake, but it just felt like rehearsed. Like it just felt like, like, let me put it this way. If you were to write down things that certain people say about certain things, like word for word, that's basically what they did in this one. They just they, they kind of just copied what a what a generalized stereotypical person would say what what they would say as a as a gambler, and it just feels a little too on the nose at, at times. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it, it ruined the episode or brought it down for me, but it, it, it's there. And just overall, I, I do like the episode. Uh, so far this season, we're kind of exploring Tony's anger, which we are getting a lot of, which I am perfectly okay with. You know, last season, it was all about anxiety and passing out. This season is all about anger and him wanting to basically just fucking kill everybody, which I'm okay with. But let's let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And let's remind you that he just wants to be Gary Cooper, the strong, silent type. <laughs> And then I love the scene between Junior and Tony talking about their uh was it their uncle Eckley and the yes. game. Uh Junior just had a a bunch of just great lines in there. Like I, I couldn't write them all down. There were just so many. And just overall, just a really great written scene. Uh one of those lines, she always talked about my father. <laughs> Wait, she always talked about my <laughs> okay. Let me rephrase this. Right, damn, did you yeah, write gonna... this down or not? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself here, okay? It's when Tony says she's always talking about my father's feeble-minded brother, and I thought she was always talking about you. 
<laughs> and the look on his face, man, was perfect. I was like, damn. That dude was fucking. He's like, did you really just fucking loud cat me like that? And then the other thing I would say about the episode that I just really loved, we got like, you know how in the episode with Italy, we got a lot of Polly. In this episode, I wouldn't say we got just a ton of Sill, but we got a lot more of Sill than we normally do. And that dude is just going off. Like that dude is having a complete mental breakdown and he is cussing at everybody. He says, I stick provolone in my socks so it smells like your sister's crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking priceless, dude. That was the best line of that old show. (laughs) Like that was, that was, this is the episode of one liners, I feel like. If you could say any of the episode, it is one liners and I loved them all. Love them all. But do you, yeah. you want to say oh. about the episode, sir? That, man, that's, you know, and it shows the, how the mob is because, you know, Christopher and the uh, uh, Matt Begle, Bevla, Walk, Bevla, I can't say his last name. <laughs> but the two the two guys are in the fish store, man, and he's putting the matchbox under the scale. And it's like, this dude has money, but he's, you know, everything's a hustle. He's got to get the fish cheap as possible. And he doesn't even fucking pay for the fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, I just like the Tony and Richie thing, you know, because they're in the, the funeral home and Tony lit the cigar. He says, I don't think you could smoke in here. He says, I don't think anybody's in here going to complain. And then he, you know, acts like he's talking to the dead guy. No, he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the Richie stuff and with Tony is just it's it feels like it's escalating every episode, and it's just so well written this conflict between the two of them. And I mean, I've always loved the whole conflict between Richie and and Tony, but I feel like this third watch and doing this review series has made me just appreciate just how well written it is and how well acted all those scenes are with each other. Uh, so I am one hundred percent looking forward to the end of the, towards the end of the season. But what'd you go ahead and give this? Uh, what'd, what'd you score this episode, sir? I gave this one a nine, man. I really enjoyed uh the acting, the tension built. Just it was really mobbish, I guess, to me. You know, seeing them work the executive game and all that, I, I just I really dug it. More one-liners than you could count, and I laughed my ass off at so many different. You know, one-liners. It, it was it was epic. You know, originally I was going to give this an eight point five, but after kind of talking with it, talking with you about it and whatnot, yeah, I'm going to give it a nine as well. I think this is Dude, a, it deserves a it deserves a nine because your fucking socks smell like your sister's crotch, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just from his his little blow up rant, <laughs> nine alone. <laughs> and did you you did you notice that Tony set uh, that Matt? Bevelacqua kid up because Chris said don't go fuck with him and Tony's like go over there and sweep by his feet (laughs) you think he did it on purpose oh I totally think he did it on purpose (laughs) that'd be so fucked up (laughs) yeah I totally think he did it on uh, did it on purpose well guys that is going to be it from us Uh, hopefully you've been watching along let us know in the uh in our email, you can email me two game podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think about the series so far. Or again, if you want to consider supporting us, patreon.com slash two game. 
And then you can jump in our Discord and then let us know what you think about The Sopranos there. Or let us know on Facebook. There's basically your own three options, okay? I, I try. All right. Uh, but next week, we're going to be doing episodes 7, 8, and 9. So go ahead and watch those and get caught up on those in preparation of our review. But uh, until then, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, <I'm> fucking, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this motherfucker here. <laughs> oh, dude. I had a fucking long day, man. Uh, my knee hurt from just getting butt fucked all day. Not in a good way, okay? Oh, that makes me sad. Right? So... Like you know when like you you kind of back yourself into a corner with something like I was go like I was talking and I just backed myself into a corner and I just I don't even know where I was going with that but anyways we'll see y'all next week latest latest. <laughs>